Hi, my name is Leslie Koff, and this is the podcast, Breathing Out Stars. It was a long time ago. I was almost, almost five years old, and the kindergarten bus had left without me. I remember coming up the stairs out of the school and seeing the bus driver see me. And then I saw her close the door. I remember that I thought to myself, I I can find my way home. But there had just been a record blizzard two days before, and everything was covered with a lot of snow. To get to my house, I had to cross a highway and walk through three or four feet of snow And remember, I was not quite yet five years old. But I began to walk because I thought to myself, I can do this. Which is kind of strange for somebody my age, but okay, I can do this. So I walked, and I walked, and I trudged, and I walked, and I sang to myself. And I told myself that I could do this, that the only way forward was forward. I crossed the scary overpass, the overpass of the highway, and I kept walking. And it was all of a sudden when I felt myself sink into the snow over my head. I don't remember being frightened, but I remember the peacefulness of the snow. I remember the whiteness. I remember the quiet. And I don't know how much time passed when I was pulled out of the snow by a very tall, red-haired woman with a magical smile. Her name was Mimi Hart. She had seen the pom-pom from my hat sticking out from the snow and stopped in her yellow Volkswagen bug to investigate. She asked me where I lived, and somehow, somehow I was able to tell her, and she was able to get me home. She found my house, and later our families became friends for a long time. But you know, it was that decision, the decision of a not-yet-five-year-old little girl, the decision to not run into the school, to tell them that the bus had left without me and to ask for help, but somehow to decide to move forward and find my way through the deep snow in the half-mile to my house, there was something in that decision. It's when a challenge becomes an opportunity. When my children were little and we lived in Atlanta, and there was an early February ice storm which left us without power for four days, and then we moved into the den and put a blanket over the doorway and kept the fireplace going all that time for four or five days, we slept on the floor near the fire. We put the baby in a snowsuit from our St. Louis days and we kept her in it the whole time. After that experience, it was a long time before I ever felt completely warm again. And then it was in 2006 when our house burned on a warm day in April, the result of an electrical fire. We were all there at the time, and when I saw that the house was on fire, after throwing my Coke onto it to try to put it out, screaming to the children to please run outside because the house was on fire, calling 911 and telling the dispatch that my house was on fire and I was not kidding.
and that they should please come right away. And sitting on the front lawn with my family, watching the smoke come out of the second floor windows, and it was a long time for us to be able to re rebuild that house and move back in. I used to tell the kids that years later they will say about me, Mama just wasn't done right again after the fire, and it's true because I may not be. Because our traumas mark us. And for the longest time, I cried every time I heard a fire engine or when I ate barbecue. And just before my father died, he said to me, You know that time that you were small and you were lost in the snow? That was a pretty big deal. And I have to say that that was the first time he had ever mentioned it to me. But it explains why I get hypervigilant right before a snowstorm comes. And after he died, right after he died, I became a person I don't even recognize, obsessively cleaning everything. I could not stop myself from emptying the closets and reorganizing. With so much uncertainty abound, we are all maybe right now acting out our traumas. I know I'm not the only one. Back in late February, when we started to hear of the pandemic, I had a prickling feeling at the back of my neck, a familiar feeling to me by now. I purchased an impressive amount of alcohol swabs, thinking that alcohol swabs would make me safe. It was obviously my trauma response. The author Haruki Murakami has said, quoting now, and once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure, in fact, whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain. When you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person who walked in. End quote. There is the story of Abraham. God says to him, leave this place. Go out from this place. Lechlecha, leave, go out, go into a place that I tell you. There have been times in your life that you've had to leave the familiar, the idea of who you are and who you've been. I have to say that this is one of those times. You are moving forward into the future. The future is pulling you in and perhaps bumping up against a bunch of your traumas. But you're doing what you have to do to get through, just like just like I am. Are you feeling it? You're feeling the change? For sure you must. You must be. The wind has changed in it. It is time for us to go to leave the place, emotionally at least, that we have been familiar with and to reach for that distant shore. Yep, listen to the last episode, the one about anything man, and I talk about that whole vibe. So here's a poem. I don't know the author of it, but it kind of tracks to where I am today. There was something uneasy in the field, awake, a ripple in the cloth. We are the green corn moving, but this is not the thing that moves it. The atoms of our bodies turn bright gold and silky. Aimed at death, we live. We keep on doing this, Night unfolds helplessly into day. Beyond the field are more fields, and through them, too, 
there's this current. What is it? Where is it going? Did you see it? Can you catch it? Can you kill it? Can you hold on to it? Can you hold it still forever? So I say do the small things. Do the familiar things. If you feel stuck, make soup. Make tea. Start a load of laundry. Do the small things. And then praise yourself for doing the small things because you were doing something. Not every moment is going to be heroic, but rest up so that you can have the strength to be the hero which we all need you to be. This week I bought a generator. This may have been an act of hypervigilance from my PTSD, from the snow and the ice storm and the fire and countless other things. Or or the generator was an act of practicality. Only the future and what happens will bear the truth of this. But you know, I was also a Girl Scout, and there's nothing wrong with a little bit of preparation. I have extra matches, extra water. Things may sound neurotic to you, but I fully embrace my PTSD. Thank you so much. In the meantime, all the things we always do when we are waiting for a storm to come, hunker down, extra snacks, try to sleep. When people talk about a rite of passage, that means that you are moving from one place to another, another place that you have never seen. We are in a rite of passage. Whatever those specific rites are, R-I-T-E-S, that's up to you but we're definitely going somewhere. Like Abraham, when God told him, Lechilach, Lechlecha, you go, you go to a place that you have not heard of. Lechlecha, to a place that you don't know. Lechilach, on your journey, I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. It's time to go out from yourself to a place that you know, to a place you do not expect that you would ever go. And as Haruki Murakawi said, and once that storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure, in fact, whether the storm is really over. But one thing is certain, when you come out of that storm, you won't be the same person walked in. All the things you have done in your lives have prepared you for this. Reach deep into your heart and prepare to be the calm in that storm. One more thing. When I was a little girl, my mom was in a play. She was in Carousel. She played Carrie. And I learned this song, which I think applies. When you walk through the storm, keep your head up high And don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm, there's a golden sky and the sweet silver song of the lark. Walk on through the wind. Walk on through the rain. Though your dreams be tossed and thrown, walk on, walk on, with hope in your heart, and you'll never walk alone.
This has been Breathing Out Stars. I'm Leslie Koff, and thanks so much for listening.